Good morning. Greetings in Jesus' name. It's good to be gathered together like this on a beautiful day. Sun shining, we can gather together in freedom and worship our Lord and our Savior. <clears throat> I was blessed with the song service this morning. That last song, Breathe on Me, Breath of God, is something we all need. It's the breath and life of God in our lives. Otherwise, we couldn't make it if it wasn't for that in our Christian lives. Well, before I begin, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we come to you this morning in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Father, for your many blessings. Thank you for your love and mercy that is new to us every morning. Thank you for this time that we can gather together and uh, look into your word. Pray, Lord, that you would encourage us, you would draw us closer to yourself Pray, Lord, for even the remainder of the service. Pray that you would be here, your spirit would reside with us. We may draw closer to you, be more like yourself, and uh, we could see less of ourselves. Thank you for your mercy and love to us. In Jesus' name, amen. A special welcome to Jonathan, Lucinda, your family. It's good to see you back, I guess. It's a little bit hard to know how to say that, but uh, we're thankful that God is, has protected you all, and uh, so we want to be an encouragement as we can. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I don't have a lot to say this morning, and I'm not sure what I have to say, why I'm saying it exactly, other than it's been some, something that I've been thinking about this week some, and through some different inc- incidences. This week that uh, this has come to mind, it's nothing new, but I believe it's something that each of us as Christians desperately need in this time and day of ours. For a uh, text, why don't we turn to James chapter 5, no, excuse me, James chapter 1. almost kind of a confirmation when Ezra read uh, James chapter 3, he talked about the wisdom of God and the wise, and that is what I want to talk about this morning a little bit, is the wisdom that we need that is from above. James chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptation. Knowing this, the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, and the rich in that he is made low, because as the grass, because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. I think I'll stop reading there. I guess the verse that uh, I read this in my personal devotion sometime this week. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and he abradeth not, and it shall be given him. We need to ask in faith, not wavering, because if we do waver, we're going to be like a wave 
of the sea driven with the wind and toss. And I don't think that's anything like any of us would want to be in our decision and in our life. We like, as people like security, stability, and a sense of sameness, you could say. And the only way to really find that is in the wisdom of Jesus Christ. Now, I was thinking about a couple different... Uh, if you think of wisdom, your mind can go to a couple different things, a couple different ways. There is a wisdom of this world that comes by experience. That is not necessarily the wisdom that I'm talking about today. Even just the experience of life, you think of a young child versus a teenager has more wisdom than a young child due to experience of life. An old man or woman, an old person has, a, has more wisdom in life circumstances to, than younger people just because of experiences. They can look back and they can see cause and effect. Well, there is a wisdom that comes not necessarily by experience. It is the wisdom of God. And sometimes that seems to be, um, goes against our, our experience, you could say. <clears throat> and uh, so I was thinking of that, and just in life, in the circumstances, in, in the things we face, how often do I rely on my experience wisdom, or do I ask God for wisdom? And do not rely necessarily on my own experience or my own ideas. Because the Bible is very clear that if we lack wisdom, we should ask God and he will give it to us. We don't have to be driven with the wind and tossed like the waves of the sea. But we have to uh, ask God for wisdom and he gives it to us. He promised in faith. But before that even, what does it take to get the wisdom of God? or to open ourselves up to the wisdom of God. And I think this is a key that many, many people in our day and age um, don't adhere to. Why don't we turn to Psalms 19 for a quick look there. Psalms 19, beginning in verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God, the firmament show his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out throughout all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them have he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circus unto the end of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than... Gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is the servant born, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. 
They, then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my God. The key that I think here is, is the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. There's a verse somewhere uh, that I thought I had written down here about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um, I believe if we don't have a right fear of the Lord, we don't open ourselves up to the wisdom of God. I was talking to an individual this week, and uh, he was talking about his nephew, who had a good job, job, and he told him he should not take another job. His nephew was 20 years old. He should not take this other job that he was looking at. And this uncle tells me, but you know how these 20-year-olds are these days, and 18-year-olds. You can't tell them nothing. They do what they want, how they want, when they want, whatever. And I just had to think, yeah, I mean, in society, that's kind of how it is. They do what they want, when they want, how they want it. And they don't look at somebody older that may have wisdom and, uh, and adhere to it. That seems to be our society. And older people are in the way. They're, they're old and wore out. They're out of date and whatever else. And how often or how does that, if that is my attitude or if that is a young person's attitude, how does that transcribe then when they need to find wisdom from God? If they aren't used to doing that from somebody older maybe or parents or somebody that has experience, how well does that transcribe then when they are accountable to God and ask for wisdom? Isn't it, isn't it better to be in a place where you can take wisdom from someone else so that when I'm in this position where I need to ask God for wisdom, that I can be at the right position? The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. A lot of times these days, I believe the fear of the Lord lacks greatly in, uh, in our society. They no longer esteem God for who he is, yet they want to be wise. The fear of the Lord is clean. It endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true, righteous altogether. Wouldn't it be such a blessing if we'd have, if we do have, I'm not, I'm not saying this in any way that we don't, but I'm, my, my heart, my idea is, wouldn't it be such a blessing if we'd have a whole group of people that have true, clean, righteous wisdom all the time. Wouldn't that be neat? Wouldn't that be just wonderful if we could look at a situation and have the wisdom of God in our life, the things that come along our li- in our lives, the, the decisions we have to make, the temptations that we face. Look them at them with, uh, from the wisdom of, through the wisdom of, with the wisdom of God that is clean, that is true altogether, that is righteous, and that is worth way more than you could ever buy it. It's worth way more than any gold and sweeter than honey. <clears throat> Wisdom to discern the truth. That is what we need in our day, and that's what I need in my life. I'd like to just look at a quick verse for that in John. John 8 32 says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
That sounds like wisdom from God. That sounds like somebody that has the fear of the Lord coming to God asking for wisdom. The truth will make us free. Another verse I'd like to look at is in Romans 12. Chapter 2, Romans 12, verse 2. I'll read verse 1 too. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's a way we can know the will of God is by not being by not being conformed to this world, by asking for the wisdom of God that gives it to us, and we can know the will of God. We don't have to wonder. We can know it. Wisdom to know what to say, when to say it. Now, wouldn't we all like to sometimes get ourselves in a bind knowing what to say, when to say it? Let's see what James... Well, actually, I read that verse in James 1. Um, to ask for wisdom when God gives it to all us, all of us liberally. Let's go to the next one. Wisdom to raise our children and keep them on the right path. Let's go to Proverbs 22 for that. Verse 6. Very common verse, Proverbs 22, verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. One thing I had to think about here is Solomon is looked at as the wisest man that lived. And uh, all throughout, or a lot of his writings, to young people, to people, um, he exhorts children to obey their parents, to, to honor their parents, to, uh, to tie their, uh, to, to respect them. And also, it seems like his heart's cry comes from uh, finding your wisdom in God. It seems like he has many different keys in there, and uh, I believe we have the same ability to find the wisdom we need in God. Wisdom to administer some justice. And uh, right judgment is what uh, I was thinking here. Let's go to Second Chronicles. Chapter 1, verse 10. Second Chronicles, chapter 1, verse 10. Now give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people for who can ch- judge this thy people that is so great. That should be our heart. Give us wisdom. Give us knowledge for the situations at hand as fathers for our, ch- for our families and, why, and mothers for their children that they would have knowledge and wisdom to know how to teach and train and do the right things in the right circumstances, which can be very challenging sometimes to know. And uh, if this is our cry, give me wisdom now and knowledge, what for answers we could have. 
wisdom to solve problems. Let's see what Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 says on this one. I think we all have problems sometimes. Maybe uh, I have more than others, but uh, sometimes we need wisdom to solve problems. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. This is where it can be very difficult sometimes. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thine own understanding. Now, that can be very difficult when you have a problem facing you straight in your face to not lean on our own understanding and think we can figure this out. But if we can come to a place where we pray, Lord, I need wisdom for this situation, and God gives us an answer, and he will, he promised he'll give us an answer. Sometimes it's easy to take that answer and say, boy, I really thought of a good one now. And uh, I don't believe pride and wisdom can reside in the same household of the wisdom of God that I'm talking about now. When there's pride, God turns the other way. But I believe God likes to pour out his wisdom in people, in young people, in parents, in, in everybody's life. And he will do so, I believe, if the glory goes back to him. Wisdom to make the right choices and the right decisions. Proverbs 11, verse 14. This can be a tough one sometimes, but it seems like there is safety in this. It says, Proverbs eleven fourteen says, Where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. And I believe that's a good check and balance when we, uh, when we find wisdom with other people of God. God does speak through through the uh, brothers and sisters, and if there's wisdom to be had, that is needed, that's a that's a good way to good way to find wisdom too, a safe place, a safe way. <clears throat> My closing verse was kind of where uh, Ezra read this morning, James chapter three. Verse 13, I believe, is the one I wanted to read. Who is wise and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. And I believe that's a key for us, to ask for wisdom coupled with meekness. And you can see as it, as it was as read on, but bittering, but ye ha, if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. The wisdom of this world is divisive a lot of times, or can be. But the wisdom of God is is for us all to work together. So I'm not exactly sure why God laid this on my heart. But it's just something I was thinking about the last couple of weeks, or actually this last week. And I think it was had to do with just kind of praying about Michael's and Jonathan's coming home, not knowing exactly what to do, what is best, what is wisdom. And uh, I, had, I had these uh, thoughts of 
You know, God promised he's not going to keep us in the dark. God's will wants to be made clear to us for our families, Michael's families, Jonathan's, everyone here. And uh, if we put ourselves in the right place, God can work. And what a blessing it would be if we'd have a whole congregation completely filled with the wisdom of God. What a, what a protection. I'm not saying we don't, but I think it's something that we all, all need. And uh, it's something that I think everyone wants. And I think we can all have it. There's a promise in the word of God that we can have it. And, uh, but we have to find our right place. We have to start with the fear of God. And I believe if we don't have the, a true fear of God, not a scared, but a, a, a awe of God, a, uh, a reverence, that wisdom will come. So I hope, hope that can be a blessing and, and a challenge to us to, to put ourselves in a place where we can be a direct avenue for the wisdom of God to flow through, through us. I believe it helps us to shine our light a lot clearer in, uh, in our neighborhood and the people we work with. You know, people can, people can see that that person has the wisdom of God. Uh, they can see when somebody has the earthly wisdom, you know, these, these people that know everything, you know, and, and, you know, it works for them sometimes. They can, you know, with a lot of experience and whatever, you can accomplish great things in, in this world. And people look up to, to uh, individuals like that, you know, they're really wise in their business or their, their whatever they're majoring in. But somebody who has the wisdom of God is usually comes with a humble, humble attitude. And so let's, uh, hopefully that was an encouraging word that we can strive for and, and uh, be open for the wisdom of God. So make the Lord bless.